right. Mic check one, two. Mic check one, two. Um, I'm going home. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to do something interesting here. Now, because of slight time constraints, because we had a prior conversation off mic, I'm going to do something interesting here. This is going to be the first podcast we've ever done where we don't talk about One Piece. Bro, that's on break next week. <laughs> but no, 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 but that's the thing. Here's the thing. Justin, Here's the Justin thing. didn't read the chapter. The no, I, I absolutely, no I, no, I did read the chapter. I did read the <laughs> chapter. And I'm not going to lie, I was a little sad, and this is a very, just this is my initial reaction. Um, even though I knew this was going to come at some point, um, this chapter is definitely like that five minute what's going on in the world. Yeah. And that but your world be. is very condensed because they're all on one and they're all. So I was like, I was a little let down initially. Cause even though I knew we couldn't stay with Kaido and big mom and Luffy and all of them, that's definitely this place I want to be, especially cause there was potential for backstory right now. So you could leave the yeah. fight without leaving those characters. Yeah. Um, so I was I a mean, little. It, it was time pacing wise. I was like, I was like, all right, cool. This is, uh, uh, this is really, this is like the time to do it. And then he went on break and I was like, yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> the oh, moment, I figured the, the moment break we cut away. Yeah. I was like, the, fi- I'm, the moment we cut to like, not the fight. I was like, here we go. See you guys in a month. But like here, here, here's something I think, I know you don't want to, we don't have the time for it. Uh, I was looking up, uh, start the, the current animation studio or Toei, I guess is going to start doing a chapter and a half per episode per episode. Starting when? I believe starting with the Odin arc, I think they were going to start doing chapter and a half. And I'm like, uh oh. Okay, so which means th- filler is coming <laughs> if that's the that, if that's the case. I was going to say that's not only cuz like that'll give us and I'm going off the top of my head here. I don't know exactly what spot they're on versus how many chapters are actually available to them. Yeah. But let's say that gives us 20 to 30 great episodes. Right. Let's say that. I, I don't know if there's, yeah. I think last time I stopped paying attention, they were about 50, 60 chapters behind. Um, that could have changed since I stopped. But if they give you 50 chapters and they put that in 30 episodes, those 30 episodes would be great. Mm-hmm. The horse shit to follow. Yeah. That's where I'm like, bearable. I'm like, yo, they're about to cross the, like it's this, like this um, mini arc. This mm-hmm. like this this story, the Odin story, then they cross the ocean and then they're basically caught up. <laughs> then it's Onigashima and that's that, Yeah, that's literally the the, an, the anime is literally looking across the ocean at the manga right now. Homie if, <laughs> like <laughs> And I don't want to discuss one piece today because I, I'm really excited um for the next chapter. I know we get break next week, but I think the next chapter um because he technically has a bunch of, like, he's he's very good about not writing himself into a spot. Like, he has two or three different places he could technically start next chapter off, and they'd all make sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. But uh, imagine if One Piece just started now. Like, what if the anime just started now? Like, It'd be insane. It'd be the greatest show ever. 
yeah, it, the, it, it would be sense. the greatest show of all. It'd be, it'd be easily, easily, and this is why content does matter. But it's it's hard when you're talking about animes because their content is going real time. Yeah, it'd be. I don't. I'm. I got no enemy to start watching with me too. So I have watched the first five episodes of Attack on Titan twice because about episode four, um, she was actually really into it. And she's like, "All right, we need to start from the beginning." And I was like, "Okay." So I've watched the first, but it was. Oh, is I, that what we're I, talking about today? Do you want to talk about? Well, I, I can't. I, not I, yet. Not yet. Because I need. I know the first five episodes. Because <laughs> no, here's the thing though. Because now that she's because now what we do is um we do about an hour and twenty minutes of um. We have a treadmill now, so like treadmill working out, and we have the TV in our room. And we basically have Attack on Titan going while we're doing that. So I will, I should be caught up, like everything, and because it's a simuldub, right? I think I read that correctly. Kind of, they're few episodes behind. Okay, so it's that's, basically that's a simuldub. Like it's a few, it's a few episode different. Are you watching it in English? English. That's that. I don't know if I'll ever like convince her on that. Like. Sometimes, like now, I like I like a lot of English. Dubs. I like Italian has dubs. a good dub. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. I like more dubs. I feel like than most people, but to be current when you're going in real time, you you have to learn to like appreciate subbed anime. You just do. Yeah. Um, for the ones I really figured, by in. the time you catch up, I think we cut up in a week, week and a half. Because there's only twelve uh, yeah, episodes true. a season. I was telling because I was trying to get a uh, Chris to watch it. Or I'm to get, Chris is watching it, and I'm like, at the pace that you watch things, I figure the 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 dub will be all caught up in season four, and you'll be fine. So yeah, I was I didn't think she would because I I was really shocked because she's not like a gore person, mm-hmm. um, and so obviously like the first episode with her mom, she's like, that's a big that's a big one, and don't worry, um, you get one trigger warning. In the entire anime, there is one episode with a trigger warning, and it is the tamest episode I have ever seen in Attack on Titan. And I will not tell you when you get it, uh, but there, I, I remember looking at it and going, "I've seen, I've seen things, dude. This show has changed, changed me <laughs> on, a, on, a, on an emotional level." And you put the trigger warning here. And all the people that are caught up know exactly what I'm talking about. So I know that there is, because I've, I actually realized doing this, I did give it more than an episode the first time I did it. I just, and, and I'll tell you why, because I, I dislike the fighting style. Now, I'm probably in the minority in the entire world on this, um, but I just, I'm not the world's biggest Spider-Man fan. And so Uh to see Spider-Man with swords and I'm presuming guns later down the line, I just wasn't crazy about it. So to me, that's always my hardest part of getting into it. Yeah. But I did remember um, in one of the episodes though, and I, and I do love like, I don't know if this is just a season one theme or if it continues the entirety of the show, but I do love the paranoia of, like when you see a Titan or you're actually going to war and cause that's real and that never mm-hmm. goes away no matter how like trained you are, how, so I love like when they see one and they freeze up and I remember homie who's sitting in the fucking building who just goes, 
I can't anymore. I just can't. It just fucking turns a rifle on himself and goes boom. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No trigger oh. warning in that episode. Yeah, that's what I'm uh. like. I was like, homie just blew his whole brains out with a rifle. Mind you, this nigga didn't take a oh, handgun. Yeah. Oh, homie yeah. took a full on right now. Animation studios. I'm net now. This is not for scene to critique. <laughs> but if you were to critique that scene, homie, if you blow, if you put a rifle in your mouth and fire, that bitch is not just going straight through. Your face gonna look like it's reversed on the other side of the wall, and you gonna be missing half your. Oh my god! Well, they <laughs> they were very tame the way they like, animated. I like how Justin's like not real enough. <laughs> <laughs> You no, know, because like, like, the dude's so fucking calm about it, man. Like oh, he's I just know. like, all right, Why, I can't do it no more. <laughs> he's just like, oh, let me drink some water. Hold on, I gotta drink water. Great, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Like I said, that's not the scene to critique for its animation. But if you were, just saying. Now, I appreciate the show a lot, man. The first season is very like. It follows it follows a lot of shonen tropes, and then I think season two and three is where it starts to have like season and definitely four. Season two, three, and four like do interest like they just start deviating from that shonen formula a bit. Yeah, no, it's so far it's been a good been a good five episodes, um, and. I do like it more than I remember liking it the first time. Um, like I said, I do remember the fighting being kind of a turnoff for me. I remember um, there's also a really weird nitpick thing um, because fighting shouldn't matter. And I've said, I've had this, I've had this, I've said this before, mm-hmm. but just in regards to anime, like people that take the style of fighting in an anime and go like, Oh, well that's not realistic. Well, like no shit. Yeah, no shit. They're <laughs> like what? Pokemon has turtles that shoot water and lizards that breathe fire, and giant fish that actually aren't that good at swimming. Um, and fish that can't swim. Fish that and, can't swim. And birds that can't fly. And but can fly. <laughs> and can run at hyperspeed. They have dogs made of metal who stand on two feet. Like, and the god of time. Y- yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so for to me to come in here and say, I'm not really a huge fan of their fighting, I am keeping it to just that. I'm not critiquing and saying that he shouldn't be allowed to swing around like Spider-Man with swords, but the fighting does a little bit of bug me. I also remember, and this is a really weird, don't don't ask me why. The Colossal Titan, I remember the first time, because like I said, I've seen the first episode very, (laughs) I I thought he was bigger. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not big enough. One out of five. So far, he's been the same size each time, which is huge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh they actually tell you how tall he is which is kind of rad is but the first time he shows up i thought it was more metaphorical like the lightning shoots down and i thought it was kind of like metaphorical of like the end of humanity like holy shit this thing just showed up out of nowhere and then homie just travels through lightning the fucking second time to the wall to the rose wall and he's like Bitch, I'm back because anytime you see lightning, lightning is not followed by thunder. Lightning is followed by colossal titan. He just said that. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I looked at it. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the security is so good that 
Not only have you had 20, it's 25% of humanity died or 20% of humanity died in that time, uh, in that second tw- time they, skip. They took, they took out 20% of humanity. So 20% of humanity dies in this two-year time. Now, mind you, they give you three fucking time skips in the first four episodes. Um, <laughs> they're like, yo, this little nigga, all right, how old are you? About, are you about a good 10, 11 years old? All right, mom's dead. Cool. Go two years later. All right. More of humanity's dead. I right, cool. Two years later, now you in the cadets. I right, you learned how to balance yourself. Two years later, I right, now you can really fight. Like homie, I just saw this little nigga three episodes ago. If, it, still... if it helps, Justin, he's ten at the start of the show, and he's fifteen when the colossal episode Titan... four. Yeah, he's fifteen. Like, yeah. gosh damn! I was like. I I whatever I can get I, I can get past that cool time skips I like time skips I was that was a lot really fast but just remember, I get it here here's something that'll uh kind of blow your mind so in the first four episodes Attack on Titan uh travels about five years mm-hmm. in, in about in the first four ish episodes yeah um the bulk of the show takes uh bulk of seasons one two and three takes place in a year less than a year but I I, I I'm okay <laughs> with that yeah. because. They, and this isn't a bad thing, this is different, is they essentially took meaningful time skips out of, like, their repertoire. Because they shoot so many at you so fast, to kind yeah. of, they're like, all right, this is the state of the world, boom, this is what he's doing, a 10-year-old can't do this, we got to speed homie up. You're not going to have, like, One Piece having the one time skip is very noticeable because they've only got one. Yeah. Um, we're not talking about One Piece today. So they took time skips and we're just like, boom, you like a time skip? Boom, you like another one? Boom, you like another one? Yeah. My Hero Academia kind of does that too, though. They, they skip around like months, though. So, cool. or weeks and stuff. And like, like the bulk of, like, I think, I'm trying to, I think they're in their second year. They're about to go into their second year in the manga. But, like, but, they're literally, like, just jumping around, like, or they jump ahead. All right, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happens a week later. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, and I don't, and I don't mind, like, a, a week later or a few days later. I don't consider those, like, time skips. Um, that's just a few days later. Like, what happened in those days? Nothing yeah. happened. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then the security at the Rose Wall is so fucking good. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm talking with someone who has five episodes of experience here, so, like, I'm just... Oh, I, I'm loving this. Like, keep going, bro. <laughs> the security is so good that the thing that led to 20% of humanity no longer being there could just flash of lightning pull up and, like, six kids got to fight it for how long before anybody fucking else in the city goes, oh, shit, and the nigga kicked in the door. Like, the nigga yeah. just kicked in a door it's fighting six kids, and I'm wondering the whole time, like, yo, dog, it takes you how long? Like, it took, like, like the Capitol riots looked bad, but is that, is that where they learned it? They're just like, yo, dog, how you, how you handle this? Just like Attack on Titan episode four. What do you mean? You'll see when they get here. Like, <laughs> they're eating oh meat my. on top of the wall, and then. Bam. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I would feel so uncomfortable. If we lived in a walled society and a nigga can just kick in the wall, be however fucking tall he is, like he ha- like he doesn't move in silence. Like everything he's too big, like everything he does is a very loud noise. 
And everybody was just so okay with it that no one decided, no one even fucking runs out the house screaming Bloody Mary immediately. Like, nah, just yeah, six you just kids. Don't, you just don't think a 60-meter uh, Titan shows up. But you hear him. If someone, run, if someone runs true. in your house right now, and pray never happens, but if someone runs in your house right now with shotguns, shooting shotgun shells off every five seconds, you're not going to be in your bed going, that's oh, a lovely day outside. There's birds, the wind, it's blue. It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. No, you're going to go, what the fuck? What is that sound? Who just ran in my house with a fucking shot? Fam, look. I can't wait for you to finish uh, this show. Look, <laughs> I am so excited. Look, man, it was, that was just, that was interesting. Um, shout out to Jack and Diane. Um, yeah. <laughs> Justin's yeah. hooked is what I just heard. I was I was really confused. Justin's into it. Like, <laughs> fam, y'all niggas couldn't stop. Like this nigga kicked down, like kicked in your wall, and just no one twice kicked it in twice. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that was wild. Um, I have like I don't, I'm I'm what the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> um. The uh, what the fuck was I about to say? So yeah, so that's 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 been this week in anime for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, once you're once you're done with Attack on Titan, uh, I feel like you'd like Demon Slayer. I've been saying that for so long, but I'm like, you got to do think- Attack on Titan, and then I got to recut up with my hero first. Those are my two. Okay, especially, that's fair. Especially by the time you're by the time you're all caught up with Attack on Titan. Well, I don't know if My Hero Season 5 is coming out in April. We're still on Season 3. Um, but it's oh, because you're the, doing the dub, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, but it shows that we can watch together. It's one of, like, she really likes My Hero, so I'm trying to still stay in that lane as much as I can where it's, like, show, she'll watch with me. Um, mm-hmm. You're on Season 3 or 4? Season 3. Okay. I don't remember the last episode I watched in season three. I just remember it being on season three. I remember se- I season three is like my favorite. Because season two, the ending of season two technically is the end of the... Um, Wait, you've met Overhaul though, right? Yeah. That's four. Overhaul season four? Yeah. Because season, no. three, season three is... Wait. No, Overhaul... Yeah, because... Like, overhaul, overhaul and... um. Because season um, three is the uh, Midoriya Bakugo fight. I think. Oh fuck! Then yeah, then I am in season four. Because overhaul's overhaul's already been, um, he already lost his arms. Like homie, homie pulled up. Yeah, and, uh, that's the first half. You haven't met um, gentle. Correct. You haven't met gentle yet. Yeah, but his homie's teacher's dead. Um, spoilers. I thought that was season three still. Why did I think? Yeah, season that's three season is four? dope. Huh? So that's season four? That's season four, yeah. Like, because oh. season five is... I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how much they're going to cover in season five. Because I'm like... I'm trying to think about it from where I... Like, what where I would cut the show off. And I'm like... There's... There's a point... Because they, they go into an arc and they call it My Villain Academia. Mm-hmm. Um... And so I'm like, are they going to do that? Is it just going to be my villain academia? And then that's how they'll end season five. Yeah, right. 
Um, and then they'll use season six as like the uh, Todoroki storyline because they're kind of wrapping that up right now. Um, or it feels like they're wrapping up the uh, the Endeavor Todoroki storyline. Yeah, to kind of go back, I know you don't want to talk about One Piece, but I was like, you when you said something like, oh, uh, what if One Piece, the anime, started now? It'd be insane. It'd be insane. Uh, Demon Slayer waited for the manga to finish and then started the anime. That's that's what it's all should be done. Yeah, like that. If that if that doesn't sell you on it, then oh, Promise Neverland though did something pretty. I, I do you remember me talking about Promise Neverland last year or two years ago? I remember you saying that you really liked it when it first came out, and then you fell out of love with it. No, okay. So I love season one. Um, I really liked season one. Um, season two, I was on board with. Apparently, they're doing. They've deviated a lot from the manga. Like they they were like, we're just gonna do something completely different with the anime, and they cut out like one of the biggest arcs. And so, in the span of so, I think the first season's like ten or twelve episodes, something like that. Um, so in the span of like. 14 15 16 episodes they went they they are now on chapter like 130 <laughs> damn yeah season one ended on like chapter 40 i think damn yeah something like that and i'm like uh-oh <laughs> ruh this is my this is this is a really good question because we've asked um the other side of this question and before we get into the anime rubric for today, um, how important we've asked before, how important is the ending? How important is season one of a show or season one slash because not every show, because thank you, Toei and Shonen Jump has a concrete season one. Yeah. How important is the first arc of a show? Oh, very important. You think very, do like I, I would say your first arc is what would hook me. That's like, like um, my hero is special because that first chapter hooked mm-hmm. me. Um, and then it goes into, I, I'm trying to think of what the first arc is. It is That's it's like, the ambush at UA. And is the, that the first that is, arc though? That, that, it's the end of season one, so it's what I kind of consider. Okay. Because it's All Might and Nomu going at it, and it's the first time you get to like really see All Might go balls to the walls, and he comes in and saves everybody. That's a big thing. Um, I would say the first arc with My Hero Academia was him trying to get into UA, because that's a few episodes. Uh, see, I don't consider those. I don't consider that. Well, arc. I figure My Hero is a bunch of mini arcs like oh see it's um well that's going off of manga so it's hard because not every anime was like naruto and one piece where they had a kind of like their first arc was kind of bloated not bloated but like big big yeah like the and, Zabu, and that's the zabuza like one piece's first arc one piece's first arc was usap 
No, that was it was uh, Captain Morgan. No, you could. So one piece you could argue. Now I would view the arcs in One Piece, and this is maybe it's just me. Yeah, um, is everybody joining the crew except Zoro, and that's only because Zoro's is like. I don't know the manga equivalent. I wasn't reading it this time, but Zoro's like an episode and a half. Zoro's yeah. literally just tied up. Okay. And Luffy goes, I want to go get him. And then he is out and they're beating the shit out of people literally not even halfway through the next episode. So I'm like, I, I don't would count say, Zoro. I would say, oh man, I don't know if Usopp is, would Usopp technically be the first arc? Yes. Because How many episodes is that? I'll fucking Captain Crow is probably like, I think it's, he's beaten on like episode eighty, episode ninety maybe. No he way. Takes, he take he takes a while. He's, yeah, he is. He's the a Usopp, very the Usopp story is kind of weird. Uh, because you got the ship. I figure I figure there's a bunch of stuff leading up to that though, because you have Buggy. That would be the other one I would, I would, I, you could argue, yes, that Buggy's the first arc, which if that's the case, I don't like One Piece's first two arcs. Um, cause Buggy's uh, really weird. Well, everything, I, I figure everything with Kobe is kind of the first, is the first arc. So that's Alveda and Morgan. Okay. I'm giving that, but that's, would you say that's an impressive first arc? What's the first arc for Naruto? That, once again, no. That's what I'm saying. Like now we're now we're getting now now we're not. Naruto's sure, right? really hard because that because you could say the bell is the first arc, right? So and I would. Are you? Are, let's let's if say the first, training's the first arc. I love it. Yeah. If Zabuza's the first arc, it's ten out of ten. Even if you want to split Zabuza into two different arcs, because you want to say the return of Zab, and I would not. I don't. I'm not as big into mini arcs because you could mini arc everything. And I just like, yeah. I want like, I want like a con I want to me. And I'm not saying this isn't out of the dictionary. So I could be technically wrong, but to me, an arc should be associated with a character. Usually the bad guy of that arc, mm -hmm. or if there's a specific adventure, like uh, I, just cause I always bring this one up. Like, Marine Ford is associated with Whitebeard. When I see Whitebeard, and then when he's dead, that is the entirety of Marine Ford. Um, Usopp's arc, I associate it with not just Usopp, but I associate it with Kuro. Because you get yeah. the nice side of Kuro, and as soon as he's there, all the way up until Luffy punching his ass into the ground, I consider that Usopp's arc. Um, okay. So with Morgan and Alveda, Morgan gets more screen time than Alveda, obviously. Alveda's not really a fight. Yeah. But they're so quick to me that it almost feels like I, I can't – what do I do? I associate two episodes with you? and Yeah, that's true. And one of Morgan's episodes is literally Mihawk steals the show. It's like, oh, look, it's Morgan. And then it's like, oh, no, shit. No, no, no. You're thinking behind of – uh, I'm thinking of Axan Morgan, right? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm thinking of Krieg. I'm sorry. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Um, that might be – no, but that's after Usopp, right? No, Don Krieg's after Usopp. Yeah, they go to, they go to Barati after. Barati and gets Sanji. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. I would call I would the Barati an arc. That's an arc. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you can associate it with Sanji, because Sanji is new at that point in time. You associate it with Don Krieg. Um, I don't associate 
Yeah, no, they even even more because I was I was mixing those two up. Morgan's mm. like what? You see him for two episodes? I guess like. Well, One Piece gets weird then. So what's the first arc in One Piece? Is it East Blue? Is it all of East Blue? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, or do you link? Um, do you link? Barati and Arlong together because Nami. No, Arlong is a different arc because Arlong is a character who is associated with Arlong part. He has no association with Barati. True. The okay. So that's why. So like I'm saying, like each essentially each crew member is an arc except Zoro, because Zoro's really fast. Yeah. Then after that, you get Usopp and you get his whole island. You get Kuro. You get the kids. Then you get um, the Barati. Right? Am I going order here? No, nah, you're doing. You missed Nami. And uh, Buggy. Buggy is the really hard one because Buggy is B- Buggy is introduced as a joke, and even though he is important, he is a joke as far as like a fighter and like a villain. So he's I hard would, for me I to would associate. Say, I would say Buggy is your He'd first, be a mini arc, your but, first arc technically, because like uh. Luffy and Zoro show up and they meet Nami and then that's when Nami kind of meet like joins everything and starts, even, starts playing a role in the story. Like if does. you're not if you're not gonna consider uh the first arc like Kobe is kinda okay, so that's the intro. Well you call that like the intro, the intro yeah. to the show, right? Which and intro so can be different than the first arc. There's yeah, a lot of stuff like that, there's like, an episode in Naruto where Konohamaru is doing things. Like episode mm-hmm. two is Konohamaru, right? Yeah. That's not an arc. Correct. No, uh, fuck no, it's not an arc. Fuck no. So the first arc in Naruto would be... Uh, Either becoming a ninja. It would be... Which is the Aruka episode. See, this is where it'd be, it'd be weird. I would call it becoming a ninja because it's that first episode where you get the headband. It is getting Kakashi as a teacher. It's the bell exercise and passing. Uh, because you essentially, in that one, I could say that is an arc because I could associate it with obviously the main character being Naruto. Mm. And the beginning of his show, they already put the principles of don't give up, teamwork, the headband, the different kind of jutsu you're going to see. Like they instill a lot. Well, that, I, in that same argument, then I, I'd say the first however many episodes of One Piece is an arc. I don't think... Because that's like, Kobe is that through line, and when Kobe leaves, that's the end of an arc. That's He leaves and does his thing. And you establish who Lo- Luffy is a, as a person. You, you have the first mate is introduced. And, um, yeah. Luffy... And you get to see, like, the attacks that you're going to see for the rest of the show. Yeah, but that – so my counter my counterpoint to it – and if you want to consider that the first arc, you can. This is where, like I said, you'd have to – you would have to actually ask Oda what he considers. Um, oh, he I know tell some, you East Blue. Well, that, well so that <laughs> – He'd just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, East Blue. It's a saga. Have fun. That's the thing. But, <laughs> um, like I said – well, yeah, no, see, that's the thing. It's like, then you get into saga territories. So like, Dragon Ball is sagas. They're not arcs. It's One just, Piece is saga. Homie, you want, yeah, it's like... You have a bunch of, like, people you have a don't bunch of mini that. arcs in there, though. No, and you can, ha- and you can have mini arcs. You can have multiple full arcs and mini arcs in a saga. Alabasta is long enough to be a saga. Yeah, but, it's not even called the Alabasta arc. It's the Baroque Works arc. Yeah. 
And so because of that, though, but they're not associated with the word saga anymore. Saga is a lot more for, like, older writers, like, in the 90s. Like, they mm-hmm. would call them, just, like I said, Dragon Ball was just super fucking long. It's like, yeah. I, this is the Sand Saga. This is 150, 200 chapters. Here is the Namek Saga. That's another 150, 200 chapters. And here is the Cell. It's like, they break them down to that. And you have mini arcs. You have full arcs. You have training. Like, but Saga Dustin is just is in the huge, Trust arc. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> so... I think they should be broken down a little more than that because Saga is just kind of a very – it just overlaps too much shit, and I think they just drag because then by the time you get to the end of a saga, you're like, why the fuck am I even here again? And like, well, I, I, I would say One Piece breaks its sagas up pretty well. I can't speak for Dragon Ball. I don't know if it at all, to be fair. But like, if you look at how One Piece breaks it up, you have your East Blue – and East Blue is like everything from the beginning up until Arlong and they leave East Blue. Mm-hmm. Easy makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then it's the Baroque works. And that's everything that involves uh, Miss, like, Miss Day of the Week and Mr. Number. <laughs> and so, and that with the climax being Mr. Zero gets his ass kicked in Alabasta. All right, cool. That's the end of the saga. And everything in between. So that's yeah. Chopper's introduction and that's Vivi's introduction, and all the other characters you in that are. Uh, <laughs> that's a long. Um, it's a lot of characters. Um, and then you go to Skypia, and so that's everything in the sky. Okay, cool, rad. Shorter saga, and then you have Water Seven, and that's Water See, I would Seven. Skypia is just snark. Skypia wouldn't even qualify as a saga. It's not enough chapters. Yeah, but it's technically it's a saga. It's a small it's a small saga. Everything that takes place yeah, in the sky. And what is and, a, what is a saga and technically I think what it covers um the Bellamy bit too. So that's Skypia. Yeah. Um and then you have Water Seven, and that's Water Seven and Ein's Lobby. And then Thriller Bark is technically a saga, but i call, that's where I call like- that an arc. I would call I would call Thriller Bark an arc. I would call Skypea an arc. I would call um, Paramount um, War should be an arc, but that's technically a saga. That one's tough. So if there was that's like the ultimate like it's borderline because essentially separated Luffy like that whole thing is and that's broken up into Hancock. I think that's broken up into. So they don't say uh, Amazon. I don't think Amazon Lily is a saga, but they have Impel Down as a saga, and then the Paramount War is its own saga. See, and I would break that down as to like that could be a saga because that to me is three arcs, and I yeah. think that's a, there's there's a number that they want like X amount of chapters equals a saga. I, I figured he. I figured if they're on different islands, he calls it a saga. Because <laughs> after that, after that, you get. Um, the new world arc or saga. And that is everything from when they come back all the way until whole cake Island. And the only through line for the new world arc is Luffy and big mom's relationship. So Luffy goes and he bad mouths, big mom and the arc ends with them. Uh, <laughs> the, the arc yeah. ends with them basically going, uh, all right, well, I can't beat Big Mom right now. <laughs> and that's the end of that saga. And now they're in the Wano saga. Yeah, that, see, that would... 
I'm getting too technical here. Yeah, um, I know. I think because like, it'd be let, let, let's 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 go let's let's bring it back here. Yeah, we got to bring it back to arcs. So let's 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 just settle on a if it is just the first. Like you, you could technically say your first arc is whatever. You could associate the first arc with the villain. You could associate the first arc with the number of chapters. Um, the first yeah. like big encompassing journey. Your, if, yours is USJ to go all the way back to what we were actually talking yeah. about was USJ, right? Okay. Right. But let's let's not even use them because my hero was done right and in an era where it could do seasons. So that's it's unfair to compare like okay. when you're talking about Naruto One Piece. If I said the first arc of Nar of One Piece was East Blue. So all the way through our long mm-hmm. versus Naruto being through Zabuza. Which one are you going with? Let's say strictly anime too. Let's say, let's keep it just on anime. I don't want to throw just, I, just manga. Uh, I'd probably go Zabuza because it's shorter. I think I'm absolutely going Zabuza because there is parts of one piece. And we've said, we've, we said this before. But there's parts of One Piece, especially in the beginning, they are like really slow and you don't know why the fuck you're here and you're just one, you're like you get very lost. You definitely have to be older, I think, to appreciate this or yeah. like a really, really young kid that, who's that's just kind of in it for the, for the shits and giggles. And the hardest thing with the first One Piece arc is Oda's style has been developed over 20 years. Yeah. There's things he does now where, yeah, you could appreciate it or think, oh, that's really cool because you know what he's done. There's no precedent in that first arc. You don't know that this dude is just going to turn around and make this cr- – like, the, the character retention that Oda has is something he's had to build up and prove. He didn't just have that out the gate. So when yeah. he introduces all these characters to you and you're a young kid or a first-time reader, at some point you do go – we're used to characters like, all right, you got a main character, you've got very important side characters – and then you get kind of a um, surrounding cast that's important, but maybe not like super crazy important. And then really everybody beyond that, you kind of associate as fodder filler characters, like other people just have to exist in that world. Mm. So when you get that with one piece and you're like, fuck man, how many of these little like side characters or fodder characters, like how many of these fucking guys are there? Like, I don't care. Like get me back to where is this going? Whereas in Naruto, that, first arc was opposite it's like the fodder characters are the villagers and yeah. they don't get a lot of screen time they are just in the passing you get your main group of kids you get your mission you get your bad guy like it's very direct to the point there's a lot of nuance with it it's, and like i so to i think to go back even further and say like does the first arc of a show matter I think it needs. How to... much does it matter? They all matter. I know that for uh, we know that for a fact. But like, how would you rather have a stronger opening or a stronger ending? Stronger ending. But so I I'm also I I also go. Your opening needs to catch my attention. I'm not looking for the entire story to be told in the first you know ten episodes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like my your your job is to basically go all right, roll the dice. And do you like a wizard king? He wants to be the wizard king and he opens a book, but he can't use any magic. But good thing he has a special book that lets him get possessed by a demon. Fifth, five clovers. 
You know, you know what I mean? Like, 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 can you catch my attention? You know, Dr. Stone, I think does it in a really interesting way too. Cause it's first arc is, I think it's, it's a definition of a show and manga that was trying to find its feet very early on to the, even to the point of like flipping main characters, like within the first four or five chapters, they, they go, uh, not this guy. He's not, he's not likable enough. We're going to make it this guy and he's the main character now. And they, that's, that's tough. It's good though. They make it work. And it, I, it, I don't know if that was always his intention to do it that way. Um, but the, he did it. And in the first, I think it's the first 10 chapters, he flips the main character and you don't even see, I, I, we, I'm just, I, I we're there in season two and I just got to see who was originally the main character again. Cause he literally like writes them out and he goes, Damn. okay, they're gone. And it's just this guy. Um, but what they, I stuck with the show because they do these goofy things where they explain science to you. And in like the first couple episodes, they make gunpowder and there's a disclaimer and it goes, by the way, this is how you actually make gunpowder. <laughs> Don't do this at home. And I went, Damn. oh my God, it's a quirky show like that. Okay, cool. I'm in it. So your first arc doesn't have to be the most interesting, but it does need to do something to catch your attention. Um, if the first chapter didn't do it, you know, something needs to catch your attention. What is your favorite opener or first arc ever? Favorite opener or first arc? Yeah. And I, I'm saying opener. Cause like I said, if it's older shows, they have their, their arcs are different. Um, particularly yeah. from an anime perspective, this is not a, not a manga conversation because I think those are, I do think there's a difference now your first arc comes off in the manga versus how it comes off in the anime. I so. really, I, I really liked, so for me, it's a lot of like, is the first chapter interesting? Mm -hmm. um, not so much the first arc. Cause I can kind of like, like I, I, I can understand like, having this amazing idea for a character and maybe not being able to like pump it out in that first bit. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked how Yu Yu Hakusho started. Um, they just killed the main character in the first two minutes. Okay, cool. I'm hooked. <laughs> you, you, I, you got me. I'm, I'm in it. Okay, rad. Um, I, uh, Attack on Titans is jarring. Yes. Um, but it's a hook. I mean, it got me, got me into it. That is. Um, oddly enough. Uh, I think Attack on Titan, it was the art that got me into it. But I, I, I don't know. I genuinely thought like the opening to that show was really good. And that first trust is amazing. That's such a good arc <laughs> in the grand scheme of that show. Um, my all time favorite I would say I don't know, it's so hard to think about on the spot. 
Can I just name a bunch of them that I like? Man, give give like a top three. Yeah, just off the top of your head. Top just three. off the top of my head. I like Demon Slayer too. I think Demon Slayer has a really interesting opening. And everything that you every, everything that you had me watch Roroni Kenshin, that order you had me watch Roroni Kenshin in, where you mm-hmm. went, oh, uh, you were like, oh, OVA then show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon Slayer emulates that but in the show. So the first episode is this dark and insane thing. And then it starts to get a little goofier. Yeah. It gets lighter as it goes. I think that first arc in demon slayer is really, really well done. Like it hooked me. I'm in it. Cool. And then like it kept being just interesting. Um, My hero academia has the, one of the best first chapters I think I've ever read. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I don't have a favorite, but like there, it, it's all in that like first episode for me. Can you hook me in the first episode and then keep me coming back yeah. over and over and over? Um, I'll ask you what your what you think the worst ones are for shows that you still like. Um, but <laughs> I, I would say mine. Believe. Now, I did not get to. That's nah. so, so no, 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 no. Bleach has a you. great Bleach has a great fucking opening. Um. Kind of falls on its face, though. Yes. So the um, Samurai X OVA. Now, I was not fortunate enough to watch that first before I watched Ronin. Yeah. Um, but if I did really watch that in person, that's my greatest opener ever, and mm. I'd be it'd be really hard for me to like find something to top that. Yeah. Um, because it's just it's it's everything. Like it's it's good storytelling while still keeping it simple. It is amazing fucking artwork. It is the the setting, and I don't even know if this is like a real way to phrase this, but if you ever had to feel like you were in that show, and that show doesn't have like a lot of superhuman people, so yeah, it is more humans. Um, it feels like just turn your light, like turn the lights off and watch that. Like, that show makes you feel like, oh, fuck. Someone's, like, around the corner waiting to yeah. cut my fucking head off. Um, but I didn't watch it there, so I can't put it there off the technicality. Yeah. So, Kenshin is not... Kenshin is not... It's not a good... Yeah. I don't think I don't think Kenshin's that good of an opening for a show. No, correct. No, it's regular Kenshin. No, it's not a good enough opening. Like, um, I, don't, I don't remember... I don't even remember how it starts. It, it's, <laughs> if it's I'm going to be fair, I'm like... It, it, like, I remember the OVA... And then yeah. I remember how Kenshin, where where where, where I stopped watching Kenshin, <laughs> and where Kenshin's problem is like it's technically it's opening the first two minutes looks like Samurai X a little bit and is really cool and they basically give you like the two minute backstory of him like ah he was this legendary warrior he killed this many people and then he just faded away mm-hmm. and it was like oh shit we here like that looks dope and then immediately just Jar flips you the other way and he's just this goofy idiot and I'm like all right well. That show is lost. I love that show. It's like in my heart, but it's lost a lot of value as far as like how good it really is. Yeah. But um, to your point of Bleach, I don't know like my entire life of watching anime if I've ever had shows captivate me more on episode one than Bleach and Death Note. And I didn't yeah. finish either of those shows. And their episode ones are so, so fucking good. Right? good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Bleach, like bleach captivated me in a way that i wasn't expecting um i really want to see if i can watch jujutsu kaisen 
because I've heard I've like seen a lot I, about that. Yeah, I I read up to a certain point, and then I was like, I was like, I think I'd rather watch it. <laughs> I think I read like I was like I got to a point where I was like, I either want a book in my hand to read this, or I'm just gonna watch it. Like I'm not. I'm not down with just scrolling on this like bootleg site. Um, and I lasted like 35 chapters doing that, but you know, yeah. go me. Um, Black Clover did not have a good opening. No, fuck. It, no. I, I did not care. Uh, well, you Black know which, you know which one? It literally is just somebody else's opening, which is why it sucked. Black Clover, I hear Black Clover is like good now, but I'm like, eh, it's like with the Boruto stuff. I'm like, Although they, they brought my character in. The one character, the moment I saw him, I was like, I'm going to start watching Boruto again. Gar's son? Uh, no, uh, Kawaki. Oh. <laughs> but no, um, I uh, recently just rewatched it. The opening to Pokemon is not good. The first episode? The first episode of Pokemon is not oh, a good. Oh, fuck no, Pokemon's not good. Po- Pokemon is like just a fucking, you want po- blue balls? That's po- all Pokemon did. I, I were the first, like, and I get it. If you watch Indigo League, Orange Island, and then Johto, that's a perfect show. Really, it really is. But the first episode of Pokemon is not Damn. good, dude. It, yeah, he's a, tr- he's trash. The first, <laughs> Ash is argue. a whiny piece of shit. I was like, I was like, oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he Those, throw, he doesn't know how to do shit, and he's like, "I'll be a Pokemon master." I'm like, "Bro, don't you have to go to fucking school for this?" Like, <laughs> the first you're, ten why are you a dumbass? Episodes why are you Pokemon a fucking dumbass? Are arguably like the way I thought about Avatar's first season, and I'm like, episodes four through eleven or whatever the number is, like, are unwatchable for me. Yeah. Um, watching Pokemon with the kids at the school. That's hard, man. It's it was miserable. Yeah. I just I, and it was weird though because Pokemon does like that whole like bright color like crazy shit kind of going on that like captivates children. Yeah, and these kids are dead ass like looking at it, like, but I mean like they just think it's the coolest shit ever, which I'm happy about. I mean, I it's like, too. oh fuck yeah, homie. There is five minutes of just Metapod using Harden. Yeah, like this was not good. It was fam look. If it wasn't so new, I think that's where Pokemon gets a lot of value in those early episodes is it's just new. You haven't seen it before, and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? But if you know what's going to happen, it holds very little rewatch value for very early Pokemon. Yeah. I'm worried about – I don't know how much time you got, but I'm worried about Hike You a little bit because – I again like I love that show a lot. Like it's it's one of it's not like the best show on the planet. It's a guilty pleasure one for sure. But and it had a really good opening too where they were like, "All right, well, these guys just suck for, you know, the first season." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, cool. Rad." And so when they win, like it makes it worth it. But I don't know, man. The the most recent season was like, all right, they're gonna do two matches. <laughs> it's they're they're in the same tournament they were last season, and they're in two. You're gonna see two matches from that tournament, and I'm like, 
Uh, it's just a it's sports sports manga. It feels like a sports manga. Um. Yeah. No. I'm worried. I'm worried that it's gonna fall on its face, as in just kind of like peter out and lose steam. I I'm really worried because I really I really enjoy that show. But I let's mean, go. Um. Sorry. Uh. To out of real quick off the top of your head, what's probably the worst opening of a show that you've still continued to watch? It doesn't have to be like ass opening. Just it was a less than stellar opening for the show that it became. Um, trying to think, uh, that I liked that I that ended up liking that you liked the show, but you prob but you did not like the opening and you would still even say the opening is kind of meh. doesn't have to be trash, but it, be meh. it doesn't have to be a trash. It was just a meh opening. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head because, like, the ones that stick out to me. Uh, actually, um, the original Full Metal Alchemist I thought had kind of a meh opening. I was like, oh, okay, it's just a dude and his brother, and then Brotherhood like amped it up and had to, made it more flashy. But like that one's kind of got a slow burn in the beginning, and then it goes insane out of nowhere. I've been meaning. I've been, me- be I've been meaning to rewatch it for this podcast. I need to rewatch that show. That might be a problem with Brotherhood. Is everyone tells me how great it is, but yes, that beginning is very. It, it has a slow. slow. It has a slow beginning. But it's slow. I, it's a. It's worth it. You just have to. No, like, I believe that. Yeah. It's also, and I'm about to piss off the internet here. Do it. You can make this a clip. Now, I've watched the first 78 episodes of Brotherhood, and also uh, I watched a regular Full Metal Alchemist when I was a kid, and then I watched those same couple episodes, those same eight to ten episodes um, of Brotherhood as an adult. Yeah. And I, and I will argue against anyone, it is slow. And I hate you, all of you people on the internet that go, that you fantasize one moment so hard that you overlook what is going on. And let's not act like, and I'm going to just, yeah, no, fuck y'all. I'm not even going to feel bad about this. I understand the thought of Mina Dog is like sad and tragic. And it's like, oh my gosh, how could you? It's not that big a deal. It's not. scheme of things, it's not that big a deal. And that's not enough (laughs) to overshadow the rest of the show up to that point being very slow. So fuck y'all. Well, my favorite, my favorite thing is, Mina Dog is like a whole arc in the original Full Metal Alchemist, and it's only like one episode in Brotherhood. And I'm like, it should only be one. Yeah, it's not a big deal, especially it, like later on when they start introducing like, oh yeah, no, we did perfect chimeras. Like you, there are ways to make chimeras work, but you have to use philosopher stones to do it. And I was like, I was like, oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, I'm like, this fool definitely like, uh, not Alphonse. Uh, what's his, what's the main character's name? Eric Eldrick? No. Ed. Isn't Ed. Ed. Yeah. It's yeah. Ed. Yeah. And he was Edward. like, Edward. Yeah. And he straight up was like, yeah, I got chimera friends. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Mina, yeah. No, Mina, Mina dog was one step away. She, and it's like, 
I, like the the sole purpose of that episode is to show what can happen when you fuck up and it's yeah. like it's not just it's a very common thing to like get kind of absorbed into alchemy mm-hmm. um the elric twins are like uh, or elric brothers are a perfect example of that you, you know like literally like i transmuted my brother and now he is his soul armor. is stuck in armor yeah so yeah. So let's get let's get to the rubric here. This is gonna be my our this is gonna be our last segment. So we did Avatar: The Last Airbender last time. Let me pull up my notes here real quick. We're, are we revising it? No, 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 no. We just I'm just gonna we got more shows to do. So Avatar: The Last Airbender got a four point two five. Okay. Okay. So now, and I am going to I'll do a couple like honorable mentions at the like very end of this in like a month or so when we're done with it. Um, but I am trying to keep it on shows that primarily we've both watched and or are familiar with because otherwise yeah. it's just going to be one person giving an opinion and that's not the point of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start with probably the best show Matt's ever shown. And Matt Demon was telling Slayer. me, you're right. <laughs> and Matt, at the time we lived together and Matt kept telling me, hey, you got to watch this show. Like, it's really cool. I'm like almost done with the first season. Super dope. You should watch it. And I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. And, and I did what I do every time someone tells me to watch something. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. And like, just don't. <laughs> yeah, bro. I've been trying to get you to watch My Hero for years. But then I finally sit down. And because it's a Saturday night and um, don't ask me why. It was just Saturday night. I didn't have shit to do. And I just throw it on in the living room. And it's assassination classroom. And it took about, speak of intros, took about 50 seconds to be like intrigued. Yep. yep. <laughs> anyway, like, he blew up the moon and now he teaches kids. And they shot, no, that's not even the intro. They shot that nigga up. Cause it's just him walking into the classroom and everybody tools out guns and starts shooting the fuck out of him. And I'm like, ah, I'm here. That's what we're doing tonight. This is, this is the way it is. This is how it goes. It's oh my gosh. So um same rubric we had as last time. Um okay. animation slash artwork. Um uh, I think this is and you might feel differently, is it feels like this is kind of like simplistic beauty. I don't think there's a lot of over the top things that go down in assassination classroom as far as their artwork. I mean, like obviously artwork, the main character is literally a fucking circle and some tentacles. Yeah. I, I love it when authors do that with characters, they just make a goofy fucking character. Yeah. And he, it's, it, it is just very simple. It's like, it's super simple. It's not super crazy, but it's done in just a really tasteful way where like he makes all the funny faces they do like the showbacks to other shows he draws the fucking headband on him while he's teaching it's just all very and like even the, like even the villains are pretty simple by design yeah everyone's trying to kill the professor yeah or they're trying to kill Korra sensei so it's like oh um you know like okay in this arc or in this episode an exchange student comes in and he's uh he's like how hard could it be <laughs> you know like oh, okay it's yeah. hard and it's like so i for, for me when i was thinking about it i was like i'm giving it a really strong four because i think it does exactly what it wants to be perfectly yeah. but I, yeah i agree i i it, like the animation in it yeah it just doesn't do the quote-unquote 
over the top thing or the moment where you're like, oh, this is like top notch, like this shit just went crazy. Cause it's, it's, it's simple to character design and the superpower is how fast are you? Yeah. Like, yo, <laughs> it's, but it, to, they knocked it out the explain, park. I had to explain assassination classroom to uh, Alex because one of her, uh, uh, one of her uh, te- like fellow teachers has like a kid who's kind of on the, sp- who is on the spectrum Mm-hmm. and was watching a video with like assassination classroom in it and the teacher got scared because it was the clip of them shooting the teacher uh, <laughs> and like kids with guns and stuff and know. so like she flipped out and i went oh wait hold on this is the context with assassination classroom <laughs> also an eight-year-old shouldn't know anything about assassination classroom but you know that's, yeah that's fair um let me see here i'm gonna type this up on my keyboard um yeah, I give it. A, I'd say I'd say four. I I don't. I feel like the studio. Like we've seen the studio before. I maybe it's the same studio that does it. My Hero Academia, or maybe it's Hike You. Like it's a very, it's a very like modern style. Uh, for anime. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I don't. I don't have a lot more to add with animation. Like I said, I think it's. I think it's really good at what it does, but it is more on the simple end of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, content slash filler. Now, this is, is one of the few is, shows. Is there filler? That's I was going to say. I would. There's maybe one episode that you could argue doesn't matter at all, and that is the trip to Japan, and they kidnap the girls, and you get Koro Sensei saving them at the very end. Yeah. That you could argue is, like, irrelevant and doesn't mean anything, but... I mean, that trip does matter in the grand scheme of things, but that episode itself really doesn't. I, nothing really stood out as filler in that show for me. Like, no, I agree. I, I would say the content sometimes got a little repetitive. That's, But I think that might be my only, like, knock on it, which isn't, like, a bad thing for repetitive content. Like, that, I think it played into the charm of the show quite a bit. And it's like, and this week we introduce this person that Tries to is going to try to kill Koro Sensei. And yeah, all right, and this week the kids have a strategy for killing Koro Sensei. Okay, okay. And this week, another someone comes in and tries to kill Koro Sensei. And then this week, uh, this quiet girl now has tentacles in her hair, and <laughs> she's going to try to kill Koro Sensei. Um, and uh, it was. So I I kind of like the repetitiveness on yeah. the aspect of well, it's the it's the premise of the show is can you kill the teacher you know like <laughs> that's the well, premise yeah not just can you kill the teacher but that's how school feels like mm-hmm. and he has to it, it's the the really funny part of the show if comedy was a rating co- this show gets a five out of five for comedy yeah is he even kind of talks about it like you guys, I know it feels like you're just trying and trying and not succeeding, but that's what you have to do. Like you got to mm-hmm. do it until you figure it out. And there's going to be days. You, and that is an actual like teaching lesson, not just for the show, but overall. So I, I think they are supposed to kind of like hammer down, like, all right, this day, like Tuesday feels like Wednesday and Wednesday yeah. feels like Thursday. And you never really feel like you've done anything. And then you get, you have the big moments, which are like the test or the vacation and those you get amped up for. Um, 
But as far as school days, school days feel like school days. Yeah. So I, this is another one for me. Like I can't give it a five only because, and I love this show. This show is a, like a five out of five for me personally. Yeah. But as far as like this rubric, is this your again, favorite anime? No, but it's high. It's it really high. high on my list. It's, it's one of those, like, if I think about it, I might convince myself to being number one, but if I <laughs> like objectively do it, no, but it's, yeah. it's in my top five for sure. It's, it's a hardcore log in the top five. I might be in my top three. Um, the, but I'll, I'll, once again, I'll give this one a four for content. Cause I think mm-hmm. they nail what they're trying to do. They execute it very well. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just hard to kill the fuck. Yeah. I I'll give it a four and a half. Cause I, I, I genuinely don't think there's a lot of, I, there's like almost no filler in it. Correct. Um, the filler is actually what comes after when they start making movies. Uh, we still don't have one of them, but that's all that. I'm not going to, you know, what I mean, like, lane. I, where, I where it's so like, sad. Oh, like uh, it's an epilogue where they go back to the school and I'm like, eh, I, I got all of this in the last episode. It's, it's not a knock on the show. I, I don't consider yeah, that yeah. part of the show at all. It's like an OVA, but no, absolutely. Um, like Breaking Bad did that too. It's a great show. And then they made El Camino, which is like a movie that takes place right after Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm left in the exact same place I had, I felt at the end of uh, Breaking Bad. It's a nice little homage, but it's not like, it's not, <laughs> it doesn't really change anything for me, you know? Yeah. Um, storytelling. I, I think it's paced really well, actually. I do, too. I actually really like the pacing in that, in uh, in Assassination Classroom. It's two seasons, it's a quick anime. Um, and, like, every episode, you it there's not really, like, a place to, like, you don't feel like you want to stop. But it's one of those things where if you stopped, you know exactly what happened. You know? <laughs> like, it's not... Um, it's is this is an awful comparison, but like Scorsese does the same thing with like his movies. I always say Scorsese could like he always makes a movie that you could literally pause and like go do something else and then come back and then know exactly where you were. Like and that's how I got to the Irishman. <laughs> like I would pause and then like answer the phone or like go to the bathroom, get a snack, come back and be like, Oh, cool, yeah. Next chapter. Now here we go. Um okay. So, out of five, let's see, I'd probably give it like a four and a half. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a five for storytelling and solely on the premise of, I think when you give away your big thing early, it's still hard to make it surprising. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we get Coral Sensei episode one, obviously, and they fill you in on what he is and I think they do a great job with the kids. The kids all feel important. And if they're, you could critique it and say they're actually not, but they all feel important, which is the real points you need to get. Yeah. Um, the side characters essentially being like Mr. Cr- um, uh, I fuck up his name every time. Karasana? Karas? However the fuck you say that, That's the fucking uh, FBI. Oh, Karasama. Karasama. There we go. Yeah. Um, big tip, blonde lady. And, um, like they, they, like everybody feels important. 
Mm. And that's really hard to do. And I credit that to the storytelling. Yeah. Um, especially when you tell us episode one, this is what's going to happen. And in a shorter series, like it's not like one piece Naruto where like episode one, I'm going to be Hokage. I'm going to find the one piece. And then a thousand chapters later, we get, yeah. we get there. This is 40 episodes and it's kill this nigga or everybody's dying. And they do it in a really good way. And then they knock his backstory out the fucking park, which I was, yeah. to me is the hardest thing because you know his backstory has to be crazy because he's the craziest thing here. And even with all that, the hype leading, like it's delivering on the hype. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so hard to do, especially with not a lot of time. You only got 40 episodes, but between him, his love interest, his student, his role in the world, everything just fucking came together 10 out of 10. And then the way he, the way he dies, like, Oh, it was just, that is a character can ha can lead a show, dominate the show, control the show. Everything was just fucking. He is one of the best characters. I'm really sad when we had J Star. Is like we didn't know who the fuck he was. He was just like this funky looking. Yeah, we were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but I was like, I think it's assassination classroom. <laughs> he is like. I, I could argue as high as I have the show on my anime list, I could argue he's even higher as just a standalone anime character. Like, yeah. Koro Sensei kind of knocks, every, checks every box, knocks it out the park. So I give, I give storytelling a five almost on his shoulders alone because he fucking carries. Yeah. I think my only, my only knock, though, is it goes back to, like, the repetitive factor of it. Like, yeah, you know absolutely. he's not going to die in the first 10 episodes, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And since that's the goal, like, you know there's going to be a lot of failure. So it is kind of predictable, but that's fine because mm -hmm. it's a shonen. No, know? absolutely. And I love Nagisa, too. I don't want to – Nagisa's oh, a yeah, really yeah, yeah. strong like – Yeah, uh, the storytelling oh, – like, the storytelling's more in the character development of the kids. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah – I might take my score down a bit. I might, I'll give it a four. I'll give, give it a four. four for the storytelling just cause it is kind of repetitive. Okay. Um, but on it, it's not like, I, it's definitely not a bad show. It's, yeah. it's not, it's, it's not a knock on it at all. Like, well, that's why I love this is cause like when you put it in the rubric and you have to like objectively look at all these little things and you might rate it differently versus when you're watching it and it's, if enjoyable, enjoyability was a thing the show gets a five for enjoyability because yeah. it is super enjoyable to watch um it's mm. real they throw in a, a lot of they do a really good job of a lot of comic relief without feeling overboard yeah um which i think is impressive because a lot of shows butcher that for me where they're just like uh, it's a joke lot here. of comic relief without it feeling like a satirical yeah anime because he, he himself is just like he doesn't take shit seriously because he doesn't have to yeah like, which i would 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 it fall under a, is it technically a no. satirical no because there's story, I, though because he he you usually get like your overpowered goofy overpowered character in a in a satire and he is pretty goofy and overpowered correct but he is um i know you haven't watched it but it is a he assassination classroom and i highly recommend you watch this by the way is a very lighthearted version of what Helsing was. And in Helsing, True. Alucard, it, it's not satirical at all, but Alucard is a, he cracks jokes. He don't take shit seriously because he's fucking Dracula. And like, 
th- like that bitches love cannon line in the abridged is like a real line he says in the actual show. He's like <laughs> bitches love cannons as he blows some bitch's brains out the back of her head. And that's right. That's where the attack on Titan comes for me. And I'm like, oh, well, I've seen this happen before. <laughs> and they had a different reaction when she got her head blown off. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's why I won't call it satirical. Yes, he's goofy and he's overpowered, but I'm not. There's enough. Yeah, Luffy's like, technically goofy and overpowered, too. Correct. It's like, what is the point of your story? And the point of his story is not a goofy story. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um. Last one here is the conclusion, so the ending. Oh, it's a five. Absolutely. I love the ending, yeah. The ending, the ending is what makes that show so good. <laughs> the, the ending is well done. It pulls on your emotions. It's executed brilliantly. And they do such a good job in a show that, like you said, is predictable. The one thing that you genuinely have to ask yourself like, towards you get the end of season two, and you're like, oh, fuck, there's, like, six episodes left. But like, can anyone really kill this nigga? Like, and then and, they do in this, like, fucking crazy-ass way. But yeah, they do kill but, him. Yeah. But the question of will he actually die is legit. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that's hard. Like, like we say, like with Naruto, like, I, I know this nigga's going to become Hokage one day. Like, I'm no yeah. longer interested in the question. Um, Luffy, I know, is going to be king of the pirates one day. I don't care. Um, I care about Asta's how he's going to become the wizard king. Yeah. Maybe. So, to have this question and this premise since episode one and with four or five episodes to go to really like question like, oh, could they like, especially once you get his backstory, it's like, oh, could they really like save him? Cause he doesn't have to do this. That's, that's what the backstory, once again, the placing is perfect yeah. because it's right before he gets trapped and you're like, oh, shit, he doesn't have to destroy the moon. Like, the government doesn't like him, but fuck the government. Yeah. Like, he could survive. Like, this could be, like, I get to stay with this character. And then they're like, nah, just take all your hope away of the next episode. And even while he's trapped, he still just does what he does. Like, he's making the huge-ass fucking yearbooks. He's still being goofy. Like, knocked out the park. I... It's it's one of my few moments. Like I still get like a little teary eye, which is last roll call. Um, it was th- those last four episodes. Um, I'll say last six, if if I'm getting the backstory episodes correct, um, are, are just just done perfectly, yeah. and they they give you intrigue. You, you could tell the author was sitting on that for so long. Oh yeah, and he, like I I. I heard somewhere that assassination classroom was like, it was one of those mangas that got cut short, but he knew, he knew his ending and the way that it was structured also leads to it. The way the show or the way the manga and the show were structured was like, Oh yeah, I could literally, we could stop whenever. Like, (laughs) yeah, no, absolutely. Cause all he was doing is really, he was introducing like new kind of different type of assassins and how they would go about it. Yeah. And, and then, like why it wouldn't work because this or because of that, but like real, really though, like if he needed to, he was like, I got my fucking, like, I got my, my pin ready to go, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just pull the pin whenever, whenever you yeah. tell me. And it, it was great. And like I said, with um, it's simple, it's a simple it it's a simple story man and it's one of those things like you don't need an overly complex 
conclusion. It can just be simple and have it be fine. Yeah. You know, like it can get a simple, a conclusion doesn't have to be this grandiose thing. It can be an easy, easy thing and be perfect, you know? Absolutely. I also love, um, we've said it, uh, we talked about like Dr. Stone, they kind of switched the main character and we've Mm -hmm. discussed before, could you realistically switch main characters in like in a longer running series? Um, Whereas technically in the, this isn't all in the anime, but in the lifespan of Koro Sensei, he literally just became somebody else. Like he fell in love. She was a teacher and he's like, all I've done my entire life is kill people. Now, I'm going to just take your dream and I'm going to finish your dream out, even though it's the exact opposite of what I've done. Like the same dude in his, in his timeline, who, when you see him in episode one, homie was locked up six months ago, five months ago. However, I I, I could be like very relatively short time ago. Homie was a world-class assassin a year ago. Like it's just, or I think, I think they start you a year off. I think they say he blows up. I think it's like a year. Yeah, they, he blows up the moon as his new form, and then he goes down to the school like a year later or somewhere, which is nuts. That <laughs> homie's idea was like, "I, right, how do I, how do I get them to teach me? <laughs> I could ask, I could force, or I could just take the moon, <laughs> and someone's got an answer to me." Well, that's like the that adds to like the goofiness of it, right? It's like, hey, you see that moon? You can't kill me in a year. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it to the earth. Ike, I'm gonna blow up the planet. Yeah, that shit was nuts. Um, see, so we have four um, animation artwork combined score four uh, for content filler combined score four point two five storytelling combined score four point five and then ending is a five, uh, which equals if you do it four eight twelve twelve point five twelve point seven five it gets a. I know I wasn't how I was doing. I was doing the fucking combined score. Yeah, so seventeen point seven five, and then seventeen point seven five divided by four would be. I don't know. I'm just pulling my calculator right now. Um, seventeen point seven five divide that bitch by four, which we we rounding up here, but it gets it to a four point four five, which hey. does rate it higher than Avatar: The Last Airbender. Do you think Assassination Classroom is a better show than Avatar The Last Airbender? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's, this is why we do the rubric. This is why we do the rubric. Because <laughs> I agree. I think Avatar is... Be- now, Avatar I don't have on my anime list. It's, it's a different show to me. But, yeah. Um, this is why I think the rubric is really interesting because there are shows that I think rate better, but in terms of actually watching it and... Um, experiencing it no i would never if you told me i could only show somebody one show yeah i'm showing them avatar before assassination classroom and i love yeah, assassination which classroom. is which is great too because it i mean it that tells you how i i would say the only detriment to avatar is that first season absolutely because well, that's a, where it loses well, that's, because that's it's content where it's like, filler is bad and it's the, it well it's the difference between um American audiences and like, well, the difference between Western American Eastern content audiences. and uh, Jap- like, and uh, Japanese content, you know, like you just get into it. It doesn't have to be a kid's show, you know? 
yeah. One Piece, I would argue it. Uh, not even One Piece, man. Like, there isn't really... Like, even it... Like, when I say an anime plays into shonen tropes, I that is kind of like, oh, it's a kid's show. And that's why... Or it has those kid's show elements. Attack on Titan's first season kind of leans into the shonen tropes a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I still think Avatar is way better. Than, <laughs> I, I would show... I, I wouldn't sit Alex down and watch Assassination Classroom. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> if that means. If, it, well, if it's a tie between both. Watch both. If you're listening, like watch both. both oh, yeah. Fantastic. You have to... Yeah. If you want a simple show that you can just enjoy... Classroom. classroom yeah absolutely um so yeah so we have more shows so matt show will be up next week for his next on his list um uh with that being said oh real quick question and this is only because uh i sent you the meme or the picture of toff being fire nation propaganda as a big muscly guy yeah. now i don't have the time to discuss that now but i did want to ask in like 30 seconds or less why didn't ozai attack the water nation with the comet that was literally where the next Avatar had to be born, and he thought Aang was dead. I always figured it was, like, placement. Like, the Earth Kingdom, he has, like, it's, like, right there. You can't just walk into, like, the Water Nation. I mean, you could. They did. Zuko well, got there. I mean, Zuko fucking got there in, like... <laughs> he got there quick, right? But think about it like this. Your comet leaves, and then what? Oh, I think they'd still fight. I think... I think you could do like enough. the water nation, like the water tribes power comes from if it's the moon. dark out, like if the moon's out, then you're fucked. So you need to like melt their asses. Awesome. No, but that's, I, I just have, I to figured, am- I figured they were next. They're like on two ends of the world. Like the earth kingdom holds the bulk of it. And really like the air nomads, like the air nomads taking the them out was kind of more symbolic. Well, they were looking for the avatar. That's why they took them. Yeah, out. that's what I'm saying. So, so like, looking oh, for the we're, next we're gonna like use the comet and destroy the air temples. Um, Monkey Atsu still took out four fucking like he took out like a shit ton of them by himself. Yeah, I no, saw a bunch good. of dead fucking firebenders that were supposed to be using the comet. So. <laughs> Monkey Hatsu was that nigga. Um, <laughs> hey, but yeah, yeah, no, I was thinking about that. I was like, because you could easily kill the Water Nation. They ain't going to fight back that bad. Like, yeah, it's also like, I guess you could also look at it and just go, well, why would I waste a comet on just the Water Tribe? Because they're, the, be, they're not in the south. They're just in the north. That's not, yeah. So why, why would I waste a comet when I could literally burn the Earth Kingdom to the ground? No, yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah, man. Um, with that being said, don't forget to check out all of the socials at I Talk a Lot ninety eighty at Hardfile Network at Shadow Riley. Even though we don't use his Twitter, at Shadow Riley on Instagram. Do we got a new episode of the Seat this week? Yes, we did. We watched. Oh, damn! Oh, Malcolm, Malcolm and Marie. We watched that one. Y'all should watch, and only because I think Alex should. Alex would really like it. Um, you you should watch One Night in Miami which is um, essentially all of the black historical figures of that time. So it's like, well, the, 
the non-typical ones. So it's Malcolm X, it's Muhammad Ali. Um, um, da, 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 I'm dropping names here. They're, they're, the Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X are some of the most prominent ones, but they all get together for a night essentially, and it's oh, really cool. good. It is. Justin, get um, out here giving me movie recommendations. It's huh? very interesting. Well, if you guys are doing the whole Black History Month thing, yeah. this is a this is like a perfect movie for it. Now, we're doing it's a, even. We're doing a Tessa Thompson movie next. There you go. Um, shout out to her. It's also you should watch it twice. Actually, so the first time you watch it as a, um, it just as the experience because it's really good. It's really well done. Um. And enjoy it for what it is. The hmm. second time you should watch it and just think in the back of your head, damn, this nigga Malcolm X is a buzzkill. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, I, I get it. I, lo- I, love you to I am Malcolm, never like shit. I am never taking that nigga nowhere where I'm trying to be turned up and have fun. <laughs> Cause he is, oh my God. You can't even fucking go to a casino. This nigga tell you it's the white man's casino. Like, bitch, the Indians was here. <laughs> And with that being said, man, go watch it. Go check out the episode of the scene. Go check out another. Go check out the latest episode of the Real Big Three. Go check out the latest episode of Hard File Radio. Don't forget to check out the Instagram. Um, we got a website coming soon. A lot of big things happening this year, and we're gonna catch y'all next week, man. Peace out, dudes.